and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with Jason Shear. And we are here to preview Arizona men's basketball's game against Utah on Saturday. But before we begin, we have a quick message from our sponsor. Snow in Tucson, Shelby. What? Yeah, snow in Tucson. It sounds unpredictable, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But we know the unexpected happens. It's important to be prepared and to have a plan. Like, where will your retirement money come from? Have you optimized your 401k? If you have questions about your current retirement plan or want to begin preparing for tomorrow, contact us at Longview Insurance and Investments. Visit our website at www.longviewinsuranceandinvestments.com to learn more. Learn a mess. Thank you very much, Longview Investments. Um, well, uh, basically, Utah is coming off a loss to ASU. What happened in that matchup, and could it impact Saturday? Yeah, you know, sometimes I, we kind of discuss this at the end of the uh, the post-game Colorado. Like, sometimes I absolutely believe the game before can impact you. Um, this was just Arizona State was better than Utah, which is kind of weird to say. Utah was favored by six in that matchup, so uh, it's not as if, you know, ASU came in and we were like, oh, whatever. Uh, ASU just straight up beat Utah. It was, you know, they had a a streak where they got hot from three. Uh, Utah was not hot from three. Utah allowed ASU to shoot 50%. Um, they somehow, the rebounding matchup was, was closer. Uh, it was just that type of game. And ASU looked like the legitimately better team. Um, could it impact Saturday? I don't think so. It wasn't a buzzer beater where you got to clean it out. It wasn't a ASU was just super hot. Nothing you could do. It was just ASU was better than Utah. I don't expect that really to play much of a role in, in Saturday's matchup. All righty. What type of team is Utah? Glad you asked, Shelby. It feels like I can almost see these questions coming. What? Uh, shout out Brielle, who's next to us. Very upset. Brielle gave it. She, she wants to yell right now. She gave it her all. We want to shout out before we go to the next question. I don't want to forget. The women's basketball team gave a great effort. They took it down to the wire. Uh, mistake here and there. Uh, had they been able to avoid it, they probably would have won the game. But losing to Colorado, the number five team in the country, down. Arizona was down multiple players. They lose by one. Uh, so shout out. Shout out to the women's team. Um, but overall, uh, the question going back to Utah, what type of team is Utah, Shelby? Uh, Utah is 30th in Ken Palm. They were actually 24th in Ken Palm going to the ASU game. So that shows how bad of a loss that is, you know, we, we discussed how Arizona has multiple, at this point in the year, multiple true road games. Um, going on the road in a true road game against Duke early in the season is something that a lot of teams wouldn't do. So Arizona going on the road at this point shouldn't be a big deal. But then you have teams like Utah, Shelby, who their only road game before Thursday against ASU was at St. Mary's. And no disrespect to St. Mary's, but... Um, they're you not know, the same thing. Right. And, and so they have lost their two neutral two of their neutral games against Houston and St. John's. And you look at their schedule. Uh, they beat BYU by four at home, which was a, a good win. BYU is a 
a super metric team this year. Uh, we'll see how they do. But right now, they're four, BYU's fourth in Ken Palm right now. Like, super metric team. Um, you know, they beat Wake Forest. Pretty solid win. The win over St. Mary's is solid. Um, they, they go at home. They beat the crap out of Washington State. And then they beat Washington. But there's something to say. Uh, Arizona will very clearly be the most hostile environment that they play in. Uh, offensively, they're 23rd in Ken Palm. They're 55th on defense. They they are a relatively fast team, 61 in tempo. Um, they're not usually that fast. Last year, Shelby, they were 237. The year before, they were 235. Larry Kay was not a fast coach. Uh, they they will get up and down. This, this Utah team has no problem getting up and down. They're 31 in the country in effective field goal percentage. They turn the ball over at a decent rate. They are not a very good offensive rebounding team. They're a pretty solid defensive rebounding team. They do not go to the free throw line, but they also don't foul a lot either. Um, they also, uh, they don't turn the ball over. Uh, I'm sorry, they don't turn the ball over too much, but they also don't force turnovers. Uh, they are a very good three-point shooting team by percentage. They shoot 38% from three, but only 31% of their points come from the three-point line, which isn't that much. Um, their free throw percentage, they are not a good free throw shooting team. They only shoot 68% from the line. Um, they are a good passing team. You know, they're, they're really, to me at least, their numbers are similar to, to Colorado's right now. I, I mean, they really are. You know, when you, when you look at Colorado, just to compare it, Colorado was 35th on offense going to the Arizona game. Utah's 23rd. Defense, uh, Colorado was actually better defensively. Both good field goal percentage. Uh, both pretty decent offensive rebounding, etc. So, um, Utah has their strengths, but they're not exceptional at anything. I guess you could say they're a good three-point shooting team, but they don't take a ton of threes. Um, their offense is better than their defense right now. This is a team that allowed 82 points. And, and this is, again, where the schedule comes into play, right? Because when you take a look at their losses, they allowed 91 points to St. John's, right? They allowed 82 points to ASU. They allowed 90 points to Washington. They allowed 86 points to Southern Utah. But then you look at other games, and the reason it's kind of, you know, different is they allowed 53. They allowed 66. They've allowed 62. They allowed 43. So it's kind of skewed a little bit. I think they're a decent defensive team. 55th is, you know, but I'm, I'm not sure they're a very good defensive team. So they're, they're, they're a solid team this year, but they don't really necessarily do anything spectacular. So they're kind of mid is what you're saying. Pac-12 is mid, so it's Pac-12 is mid. All right. Um, what player Great usage of the word mid, by the way. That's the not most. like you. That's a new word for you. I know laughing. all of the lingo, as my children have been teaching me. We've been trying to get uh, Shelby to use the word riz a little bit more for the kids, but she doesn't know how to use the word riz. I know how to use riz. I know what that is. You've got super riz. I do. And also, I just rhymed that line, so... It was even better. All right, back to the podcast. Stop rizzing me up. And um, our whole podcast is just rizzing each other, isn't it? Blake texted me. Our buddy Blake texted me, and he said the tension is palpable. The, the sexual podcast. tension. Shelby, our what? kids in the room. It's like moonlighting on here. Um, that was a really deep cut reference, by the way. Most people will not get so the Shelby's, moonlighting reference. Shelby's. Uh,
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We'll say mother for this podcast. Yes, the, the person who gave birth to me. One of the first things Donna. that she made me do when I dated Shelby is we literally one day. <laughs> Donna's a different animal. We'll just leave it. At, that's a whole different podcast. But literally, I'm not exaggerating. Shelby's laughing. In one day, I watched the whole damn series. She of made you watch the whole series of Moonlighting. Like, I'm talking 10 <laughs> hours straight of this damn show, episode after episode. I mean, Bruce like, Willis was amazing. She's like, I'll go get dinner. You keep watching. And, and I'm we're not married or engaged yet. So I'm like, I can't piss off Shelby's mom. Oh, my gosh. And that other show, what's that other show she made me do? Uh, well, that's Firefly. a good Firefly. Firefly. That was a good show. Firefly was Firefly. a good show. Come on. Moonlighting was great. I don't David remember. David Addison. I PTSD. And, uh, I think it's on TV again, too. Yeah, it's great. Anyway, all right, all right. Okay, uh, we digress. Sorry. What player concerns you the most? I read a review that people don't like our banter. Uh, Everyone loves our banter. I read a review on another Witty. website. Uh, you shouldn't be around us because this is literally all we do all day is banter. And then me and, and then once Michael Luke gets involved, forget oh my God. it. It's never uh, ending. Right. So the player, it is very clear the player that is the best player on Utah by far this season. And that's Brandon Carlson. His offensive rating is great. They go through him a ton. Uh, he will by far take the most shots on this team. He's shooting 58% true shooting percentage. He's a very good defensive rebounder. He doesn't turn the ball over. He blocks shots at a pretty good rate. He gets to the line at a pretty good rate. He's a seven-footer who hits 39% of his threes and 54% of his twos. He is a, uh, a nightmare matchup. He's the guy where... You know, again, like we say it every game, pretty much, where if this player doesn't play well, this team has no chance to win. Uh, Carlson's that guy. Um, the thing that's crazy about him is, you know, I say that they actually beat St. Mary's, and that was probably his worst game of the year. Um, you know, seven points. But you take a look, and it's all about efficiency with him. Like ASU, he had 19 and 8. He shot 46%, which is decent, but two for six from three. Uh, Washington, he dropped 34. Washington State, 19. Uh, BYU, he had 15. I mean, he's he's their dude. You know, he, he really is. It's it's kind of a situation where he's going to get his. Like, I fully expect him to drop 20 points against Arizona. It's just a matter of um, what type of efficiency. If he drops 20 points on 8 of 19 shooting, who really cares? Like, whatever. So that's the guy by far. Uh, that is the most concerning every time you play Utah. And it's really not close. All righty. Um, what matchup are you intrigued by more than others? So I am intrigued by the Pella Larson-Gabe Matson uh, matchup. Gabe Matson uh, is very similar to Pella. Pella's a better player, but Gabe Matson isn't going to take a ton of shots, but he's very efficient. He shoots 50% from the field. Uh, his true shooting percentage is 51st in the country, which is obviously very good. Uh, he, he plays the passing lanes. He shoots 46% from three. He's shooting 57% from two. Uh, he's their second leading scorer, 13 and a half points a game, throwing four rebounds, two assists, one and a half steals. 
Uh, he is and has been uh, very good this season. Now, I will say that similar to KJ Simpson, where I felt the numbers eventually will even out, that's kind of the case with Gabe Matson. Gabe Matson last year, Shelby, thought shot 35% from the field. Dang. Right? He's shooting 50% this season. Whoa. He shot 36% from three, which is a little higher than his career average before this season, because this season he's shooting 46% from three. So a part of you wonders and you say to yourself, is this guy that much better than last year? Or is he just off to a hot start? Uh, I think we'll find out a little bit more Saturday. You know, Pella is going to get that defensive assignment on Madsen. Uh, Madsen, pretty much, he only plays the three. Uh, that's it. That's the only position that Utah doesn't move around positions very much. Cole Behema will play the two and the three. Raleigh Worcester once in a while will play off the ball. But Gabe Madsen pretty much only plays the three for Utah. And he's going to get as many minutes as he can handle for Utah. He actually leads the youth. Or Raleigh Worcester leads the youth. But he's uh, Madsen's right there. So um, that matchup to me, you know, if Pelican DM up and Pelican somehow get him into foul trouble or whatever it may be. Uh, that will go a a long way in this game. Uh, you know, Gabe Matson is in a huge foul machine, but he, he has had a game where he had four fouls. You can't, you know, force him into turnovers once in a while. I think he's a very solid player, very similar to Pell in a way. But, again, like, you look at him, he didn't do anything against ASU. Nothing. Three points, five assists, three rebounds. They lost that game. Uh, St. John's, he had 11 points. Houston, Shelby, he dropped 29 points. He had 8 of 15 from 3. So that Houston game, uh, even though they lost by 10, I actually think that was the best game of the season for them. Uh, 17 for Carlson, 29 for Madsen. They got a little bit, you know, they didn't even shoot well. They shot 35%. But um, in terms of Houston, we know Houston's a good team. If you can drop 29 points on them, uh, you're probably pretty talented. So that's that's the matchup that I'm looking forward to. Mm, okay. How does Arizona win once we know all the things you just told us? Yeah, I mean, I kind of hinted at it. Carlson's the type of guy where I just think he's going to get his. I'm intrigued at how Arizona guards him. You know, Keyshad's given up some size to him. Carl, they play two seven-footers with Lawson Levering and Carlson. Um, you know, it, does Keyshad guard him on the perimeter? Probably. Maybe Carlson gets his, and that is when the other guys come into play. You know, it, can you contain Gabe Matson and stop him from going for 29? Raleigh Worcester shoots 40% from the field and averages 10 points. Can you keep him that way? Kebekita is, uh, is a center who is awesome. He plays 15 minutes a game. He averages 10 points and 7 rebounds in a block in 15 minutes while shooting 68%. The problem is he fouls a lot and his conditioning isn't great. If it was, he'd be awesome. Super athlete. Uh, he's a guy I'm watching out for. It's those guys, Lawson Levering, you know, averages seven and five. Can you keep him at seven and five? Those are the type of things that you you watch out for overall. I think if Arizona avoids a third guy going nuts for Utah, they rebound the ball, they take care of it against a team that doesn't force turnovers. Again, Utah does not. They're 276 in the country at forcing turnovers, Shelby. If you keep them at that rate um, and Arizona plays this game, they're they're going to win. I, I think it becomes pretty difficult. So play your game, make sure a third guy doesn't go off, and I think Arizona's okay. Okay, and what is your prediction for that win? Well, uh, I'm going about Arizona by 70 because of call it now. Uh, I think Arizona kind of runs away with this one. 
Uh, I, you know, let's go 85 to 71. I think Arizona, I just think Arizona is better than Utah and Utah on the road, different animal. People are hyped after the other night. Arizona, 85, Utah, a 71. Hmm. What are you okay. going with? Well, they've been higher than we've been predicting even. We've been pretty close. So I'll say a little higher than that. I'll say 90 to 65. Can you take me higher? Exactly. I can't believe that we're ending on Creed. Sorry, what was your prediction? Wow. 90 to 65. Shout out, Creed. Uh, thank you, Shelly. I hope that song's stuck in your head now. Can you Wow. Since Michael Luke mentioned that he's starting a food blog, we went to dinner tonight. We went to Uptown Burger. Yes. And someone on the message board, I don't know who it is. If you're listening to this, feel free to point yourself out. I, I don't remember. Sad for me to get the chicken sandwich. And it really is one of the best chicken sandwiches it ever. It was had. incredible. So, so shout out to you, kind sir. Go to Uptown Burger. We recommend it. And Shelby, whether you're Uptown Burger or anywhere else, what do you do? You always bear down. Shelby, I'm a little disappointed about Adam Sandler after further research. Yeah, why? Uh, there are pictures that have emerged that he, after playing, flew to Jim Carrey's birthday party. I do not believe he was at the game. It's not Rockstar Life. You just, you're in Tucson. You want to play at McHale? You just go play at McHale. That's what you do. It must be nice. I know. 